It's come down to Drogba, who this time is the fifth penalty taker for Chelsea in the final shootout. United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! What's going on? Welcome back to Oil Money FC, your podcast for everything European soccer, as well as some U.S. men's national team. I'm Devin, back with my, my co-host, Breck. How you doing, Breck? Okay. Um... Got the wisdom teeth removed, so I'm a little under the weather, but uh, ready to talk some. It's been too long. Ready to talk some footy. Yeah, we're back after a pretty long hiatus. Um, I came back from from school, so I've been back home. It's been a little different recording here. And after that Champions League final loss to you guys, it was um, it was it was rough. I I was going through it. I was going through it. So I just need a little a little a little break to you know collect myself. Um, but yeah, that, that Champions League final, uh, not really much to say, just outclassed, out-tacticed, whatever you want to call it. Uh, just Pep got it completely wrong, and um, we paid for it. And uh, just a really, really disappointing way to lose the final after playing so well against some great teams on the way there. Um, but two shows just had a plan, and Pep really didn't, and it showed. Yeah, we just played our perfect game, and I mean to win one nothing is probably the last scoreline that we predicted. I mean, if you saw Chelsea winning, you maybe thought like a high scoring affair. That you know, I just didn't see one nothing coming, and to get the performances from certain players that haven't performed in the past, like Havertz and Rudiger was huge. Who under Tuchel has been great, but has had a spotty history for Chelsea. Um, was was crazy to see, and it's just it, it it was kind of shocking to see the city wingers and attacks just not not have their game. Like nobody nobody was on. I mean, I mean, maybe Gudewan had a good game. I really can't like who had a good game for City. Um, the thing Gudewan was played completely out of position. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the defense played well. That's the yeah, thing. It was yeah. just one insane pass from Mason Mount opened him up one time. Um, but the defense played played well. I mean, besides that one goal, I mean, Werner, all right, Timo Werner had some chances for sure. Um, but that was in the beginning. The nerve settled, and then it was it was just kind of like a shitty game in the, in the sense that neither team really did anything. Chelsea just sat on that one nothing. They didn't, never felt pressured ever. Um, yeah, I, I don't really I don't really know what Pep was thinking there. It finally seemed like he had figured out, okay, I shouldn't change things when they're working. And then it gets to the final and he does it again and just changes everything again. I don't still will never understand that. But hey, take it on the chin, you come back next year. Hopefully we sign a couple of players, move some pieces and come back next year and uh, I'm confident we can make it far in the Champions League again. Yeah, I think you guys will be back. Um, I mean, it kind of the game showed the areas both teams need to invest in. I think if you guys have a proper striker, 
I know the whole season you didn't, but if you have a, in a game where you're down one nothing, uh, a real striker would have helped you guys there. I know Aguero came on, but he's he's not the old Aguero. So, um, yeah, I mean, both clubs will make big signings, I predict. So, I think both will be in the Champions League, you know, knockout stages next year. Yeah, no, I agree for sure. Uh, but yeah, no. So today's Thursday, June tenth. We get the Euro start tomorrow. The European Championship. I don't know why they call it Euro twenty twenty. Still, they should just call it Euro twenty twenty one. But whatever. Euro twenty twenty starts tomorrow. Um, we got we got a bunch of good teams there. I think it's not really a runaway for anybody this year. Um, whereas in the past, there's been the one clear cut favorite. I think even though France definitely have the best all around squad. At the end of the day, you can only field 11 players, and I think there are other teams with 11s that match France pretty well. Um, and that group that they're in, uh, I think it's Group G, I believe, is or Group F, actually. Excuse me. Group F is just ridiculous. It's insane. Um, you have France, Germany, and Portugal all in the same group, so that'll be interesting. But we're going we're gonna to get a rundown of each group, pick our winners, um, and then pick our – top goal scorer and yeah we'll go through the euros and then after that we'll do a little bit of uh men's national team u.s team um after that big big historic win over mexico on sunday massive um and then a, a four nothing win yesterday against costa rica as well so yeah um but yeah so get into some groups we have group a with italy switzerland turkey and wales um i mean i have italy winning this group obviously but besides that Italy have a nice young team. Um, I think it could be a toss-up between any of these three to win. I would probably have to lean towards Wales, maybe, or Switzerland. I don't know. It's hard for me to pick here. What do you think? I agree. I think Italy wins the kind of walks to winning the group. Italy is a fascinating team because they don't really have a superstar. There's just a collection of good players, you know. But – um. Like you said, any of those three could win. I, I have Turkey getting out of there. For, I just think they got um a few standout players like uh, Chahanoglu or whatever his – I can't pronounce his last name right now. Um, And Soyuchin, the Leicester center back, I believe, is Turkish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanchu. Sanchu. So they got a few players. And um, uh, what's it called? I think Italy and Turkey get out of group A. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I would, I, 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 like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Switzerland make it out. Wouldn't be surprised if Turkey make it out. Wouldn't be surprised if Wales make it out. Um, Wales do have like you know that bail factor and a couple of good players, but um, they have a great defense. No, they can get ran through pretty easily. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably go with Turkey as well. And I could, I could see Turkey. Um, and Group B: Belgium, Denmark, Finland, and Russia. I think this one's easy. Uh, Belgium obviously win the group. And then I think Denmark, just with those little bits of quality that they have, um, I think it's enough to push them over the edge over Finland and Russia. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I mean, for Belgium, we'll talk about, you know, the winner in semifinals later, but this is it for Belgium's golden generation. This is – it's time. They got to win a trophy, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, I totally I agree. Um it's gotta be, it's gotta be uh, like winner bust for them, a hundred percent, hundred percent. It's gotta, 
Um, but then, yeah, Denmark, just I think with um, you know, Ericsson and Schmeichel and um, Christensen. I uh, Christensen as well. I think that that just pushes them over the edge. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, you never know. They're not the best team. So, you know, who knows? Finland or Russia could maybe sneak a second place. Um, but I'll give it to Denmark there. And then Group C, Austria, Netherlands, North uh, Macedonia, and Ukraine. Netherlands obviously has to win that group. Um, I picked them to win. Um, but second place, I'd definitely go Ukraine. I think, again, little tiny bits of, of quality. Zinchenko, um, there's a few other players that, uh, you know, escape my mind right now. But North Macedonia, I don't even think they have to be mentioned. Uh, I think they're just happy to be there. Uh, and then Austria, I know they have Alaba. Um, not really sure who else really plays for that team. I don't know either. Um, but I would probably, if they want, if they came in second, I, I don't think it'd be too it'd be too shocking. But I'd say Ukraine probably. Yeah, I got and, Netherlands and Austria. When I was looking between Austria and Ukraine, I just kind of was like, it's a flip of a coin. So yeah. But Netherlands, they're a nice young team. They could they could shock some some people this year. They, not they could. It's just there's there's such a young squad. I don't know if they can really go that far in the tournament. Is Van Dyke playing? Is he back from injury? No, he's not back. That's oh, he's not. Uh, like well then, yeah. <laughs> I don't really see him doing anything without him. They have the lit, the pie. They have Ake, Ake, center back, right? One album. They got a few players, but they're still too young. Frankie, they got Frankie. He's yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, no, they definitely still should win that group though. Um, and then Group D, you have Croatia, Czech Republic, England, Scotland. Um, England's got to win that group. Has to win that group. Uh, Croatia has to come in second, you would imagine. Um, so that's who I would pick out of that group. Scotland, they've got a few good players, a few decent players. You know, McTominay. Mm -hmm. Um. Andy Robertson, um, but I don't think it's enough to to beat Croatia in that core group of great players that they have with um, you know Perisic, uh, Rakitic, Modric. Um, so yeah, I think Croatia should come in second for sure. Yeah, England's got to win the group and win it in style to have some confidence going into the knockout stages, and then it's just Croatia probably will win the group, but Czech Republic wouldn't shock me. They got a few players that play in the Prem and some other leagues I was looking before. I, one of the West Ham defenders plays for a Czech Republic. But, um, Is it Suchek? It might be Suchek. Um, I'll look it up. Suchek is, yes, Czech Republic. He's He had a great year, too. Yeah, so they have a few players. But if you're Croatia, I mean – this is kind of the last we'll see of those crop of players like Modric and them. You you would imagine they all probably retire or, you know, from international football rather uh, after this tournament. So it'll just be, it'll be good to see them play one more tournament. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, for sure. Um, I don't really know how their youth, youth program is coming up. I'm not really sure, but those players are great at world cup uh, final that they made. That, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, Group E. You have Poland, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden, Spain. Obviously, have to have to win that group, and then I'd have to go with Poland second, just for the Lewandowski factor. Um, Sweden don't have Zlatan. Mm -hmm. 
I don't really know who plays for Slovakia. Yeah, um, I, can't, I can't name a single player. On <laughs> so maybe Sweden sneak a second, but I'd have to give it to Poland just because Lewandowski. I mean, just the most one of those clinical finishers ever. You give him a, even an inch, and that's yeah. it. So he'll score enough to just get them second. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Um, but Spain have to win that group, and then I think Spain could do well this tournament. Young squad as well. Young squad. Yeah, no doubt. Um, no Ramos. They have Laporte now, though, which is dope. It is. Yeah, it's interesting. You you'd be kind of shocked that they took Eric Garcia over uh, Sergio Ramos, but yeah, that's criminal in my opinion. That's a little criminal. Uh, yeah, Spain, Spain, uh, they're not quite back to where they used to be, but they're on their way, you know. That's no, it. yeah, they, uh, Baron Torres is going to pop up, mark my words, young player yeah. of the tournament, maybe. Um, then, all right, this is the, this is the group right here, France, Germany, Hungary, and Portugal. I think, all right, well, forget about Hungary. They're, they're the finishing last 100%. Um, France is winning the group, I think we can. I think I don't know. I don't even think I could pick who's going to be one and two. I think I'll just pick two teams and then wherever they finish, I think it's going to be France and Portugal coming out of the group, whoever, whether one of them, like, I don't really know which one's going to finish first and which is going to be second, but I'd have to say France and Portugal. I thought you would disagree with me, but I agree. I think the German team is, is good, but I think they're all still so young and they have a few veteran players like Muller still there and Neuer, but I mean, I love Timo Werner and Kai Havertz, obviously, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to put on a performance to get out of this group against the likes of France. And people really, I think, sleep on this Portugal team, and they're just like, oh, it's Ronaldo. It's, it's not just Ronaldo right now. It's, it's I don't Ronaldo. even think Ronaldo's the talking point of that team anymore. Dude, I mean, Ruben Diaz is going to anchor the defense, and then in front of him you have Bernardo Silva, and Bruno Fernandez. I mean, that's Bernardo, Bruno, Jao Felix, uh, Ruben Neves. We talked about this. I mean, uh, Jao Cancelo. Um, you just have a just insane group of players there. And um, yeah, I, I think Portugal are going to be good. I think they're a dark horse. I mean, dark horse are a great team, but I think that nobody is really going to pick them to win. And I think that they could have a great tournament for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, you're first things first coming out of that group. If you're Ronaldo, I mean, this is one of your – it's probably your last chance for a trophy. I mean, the next World Cup, he's going to be so much older. I know those players might be better, but his age with the, the mix of young players is probably his last chance at a trophy. Next World Cup, too? Who's to say he even gets in that team, honestly? Yeah. yeah he I, could I, be done by then. Like I don't even know if he, like – if I I mean, he has to because he's just Ronaldo, but I don't even know if I would start him, like, over the likes of, like, Bernardo, maybe I I don't know like I don't I, well, it depends on the formation that they're looking to play. He'll play as a striker, I would imagine. Okay, then if he plays as a striker, I don't really know if there's another Portuguese striker, but there's not really. There's that guy Silva, I think. Oh, Andre Silva. Andre Silva is great, great yeah. player, man. But I just don't know if he's starting over Ronaldo. I mean, the coach loves him too, so yeah, no, and that he's got that Ronaldo. Um, other factor just of who he is and what he's won so that's fair um but yeah no it's uh it's gonna be interesting to see how they do that i think they they should have high expectations and um yeah no i i but like i said first things first coming out of that group 
coming out of that group is um is gonna be it's gonna be tough for sure. Um, it's not it's not a it's not a given for them. So, mm -hmm. um, just looking over the Portuguese squad real quick. Um, I feel like there's a a player. Yeah, Jota. Um, yeah, Jota. We didn't even mention him. Yeah, that's who I was. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, you have Jota. You have yeah, that, that's who I was thinking. Um, yeah, no, and then yeah, but I guess Ronaldo has to play. But yeah, no, they'll they'll, they'll be great. I think um. I think it's gonna be France Portugal coming out of that group, but that group's gonna be interesting to watch for sure. Um, the first two games we have tomorrow, real quick, Turkey. Too, that's Turkey, Italy, and I thought there was two. There were two. I guess there's only one. Um, it's Turkey, Italy. That should be good. 3 p.m. But yeah, no. Moving on, we got a my winner prediction. Oof, I mean. I like. I feel like it would be criminal to not go with France, but I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say England. I think it's coming home. Wow. It's not the World Cup, but it's coming home anyway. I mean, they, on paper, they got the team to do it. The um, young, confident players to, um, young, full of energy. I don't know. I just. I have a feeling. I feel like the like there was always a curse, but now with like with the with the young players coming in, like new faces like Bowden, Grealish, stuff like that, like Sancho. Um yeah. I think they give them that that X factor. I don't think those players care. But we'll see. It's tough. I mean, I, I wanna be the you know consensus pick and pick France like you, like like people obviously are. But I'm I'm gonna go in another direction. I think Belgium get it done. If they don't get it done now, they'll never get it done. So I think these I think these players know that. I think you still have to like I know Hazard had a terrible two, last two years, but when it comes to Belgium, he always turns up. Yeah, you have a super informed Lukaku. Super informed Lukaku. You have the best player in the tournament, in my opinion, in De Bruyne. I mean, I know the defense is a little still old and shaky at the back with, you know, older defenders. But, I mean, they brought in Roberto Martinez to do the job that no other coach can you know, for them. So, I'm, I'm, I'll go Belgium just based off, if not now, one, you know. No, they don't have De Bruyne for their first match, actually. That's all right. I mean. They're playing – um. They're playing Russia, though. It should not be a problem. Yeah, and if, if De Bruyne and Hazard just use the group stage to get fit for the knockouts, you know, it's all right. No doubt, no doubt. And that group is easy, too, so they yeah. don't really have anything to worry about. Um, top, top. Uh, uh, you want to do semifinal prediction, or you want to just do Yeah, just, like, who who are the four? Who are the final four? thing is, it's, it's hard without seeing the bracket, because I don't know who's going to play each other on the way there. Yeah, but if That's he's just pick four, you know. Portugal, Portugal, France, Belgium, and England. England, yeah, because England's yeah. my winner, so I hope they're in the semifinal. <laughs> yeah, I want France, England, Belgium, and, and Italy. I really, I've been championing Italy. I just think, I think they're the dark horse of the tournament, and I think the coach is a good coach. I mean, people... You know better than me. I think I think he's a pretty good coach, man, Gene. So that's my boy. Exactly. Don't play with my boy. 
and I you think want us, um, you want us that, that legendary that legendary first Premier League title. Yeah, and I mean, like I said before, there's no superstar, but if you look on paper, they're a very balanced team all around. You know. Yeah. No, I agree. Immobile up top's criminally underrated striker. He scored like I think the third most goals out of anybody the last like three seasons in all of Europe. So Lazio, right? I think. Yeah. Who just hired um sorry. Fucking sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he announced it just by tweeting this SIG emoji. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, no, uh what's next? Hold on one second. My phone's bugging out. Um yeah, top scorer. Gosh, it's so hard. I'd have to probably say like Mbappe. I was gonna say maybe Griezmann, but I just I'm going with the going with Harry Kane. Oh, that's a great the, pick. He won the Golden Boot for the World Cup, and I think he'll do it again. It's a great I pick. think he wants to, you know, leave Tottenham and go somewhere, one of the Manchester clubs. So I think he'll be motivated to score, you know, a lot of goals to be like, look, sign me, you know. Yeah, and then especially if, if Foden's, like, feeding him and stuff, it's going to exactly. be, like... Jack Grealish pinging balls into Harry Kane, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's, he's he's probably the most clinical finisher in the world right now, besides Lewandowski, so... Um, I think I think I'd have to switch. I think Harry Kane, I agree, because the only thing about Mbappe is that you're right, Griezmann... Yeah. Benzema. Benzema. Benzema's hurt now, though, I think, right? I don't know how serious it was. Giroud, they're going to take a lot of goals away from him. I think Harry Kane literally scores every goal for England. Yeah, like he'll score every like, single goal. Yeah, most of the goals. If wingers will score a few, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, what's next? Uh, I think that's pretty much it for the Euros. Um, yeah, that's pretty much I think it. We covered it. It's going to be a great tournament. Just glad to have some fucking international football back. Um, even if it's just Europe, but yeah, no, moving on. We got, uh, we'll finish with some men's national team. <sighs> what a game, what a game against Mexico. I think we really announced to maybe not the world, but this region of the world that, you know, we're the team to, we're the, we're the big dogs now. We're the top dogs. Um, came out first minute, Mark McKenzie passed it. Right to a Mexican player. I forget who it was. Um, so that's a tough way to go, to go down 1-0. And it looked like we were going to be down 2-0. He was offsides. VAR worked effectively for once. The Premier League take notes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, the resilience of the team, a young team, not a lot of experience. I mean, Pulisic has experience, but besides the rest of them, not too much experience. To come back from down one nil like that, keep your heads in the game, unreal. And then, what can you say about Ethan Horvath? I mean, just a legendary performance, getting thrown in there after Zach Steffen goes off hurt, which we hope he's all right. Um, getting getting subbed in there and to not only save that penalty in the hundred twenty fifth minute. Um, but to uh, but to do it in those circumstances, and then the, uh, the other saves he made too. He made a bunch of other great saves along the way. Incredible, just a great performance. Then Pulisic kind of didn't play well, kind of ghosted the game. But then when it mattered, penalty, big moment, ice in his veins, top top uh, top corner, unbelievable. Just 
Weston McKenney though. We dominated them on set pieces. They had no answer. Yeah. Every time we had a corner kick, it was it was like I thought we were gonna score. I, I was just gonna say, like the squad has a lot of height. It's a pretty underrated part of our team. Like a lot of tall guys. Um, so set pieces could be our bread and butter going forward and in, in coming tournaments. And it's just it's different ways we can attack other teams that in the past have never really been there. I mean, in past US teams, there was never a system. There was never there was there was talent in you know your Landon Donovans and your your Clint Dempsey's, but those were like the you know the, the only players. The rest of the players just weren't on that level. And it seems like the squad is much more balanced. Um, I still think he needs to figure, our coach needs to figure out the back line. Uh, two of those players um, shouldn't have been in there. Tim Ream was not great. And Tim Ream was awful. That guy sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. No disrespect, bro, but like Stephen A. Smith said about Kwame Brown, no I have nothing wrong with you per personally, no disrespect, but you just can't play the game well enough to be in that team. I'm sorry. Like, it's criminal. And Mark McKenzie, although he made a mistake a couple he's times, he's young, he's, he's not bad. And I'm always going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he plays in Europe. Sorry. It's a European factor. Yeah. No MLS players in that team anymore. None. I don't want to see it. It's, it's a joke. But even though the trophy is not one of the biggest trophies for this region or even the world, it, it's the first trophy they've won. And it's just, like you said, it's kind of signifies to, like, to our biggest rival, Mexico, like you can't just bully us anymore like you used to. There's actually talent in the squad now. You used to be able to just – they used to be able to just kick the ball out there and win 4 nothing easily. So Yeah, no, and any game against Mexico is a big game too, 100%. Um, and it just – it really is exciting now. It's like I want to see us against the, the elites of South America, you know, like the Copa. Like I I really want to see us face, you know, an Argentina. Argentina. I want to see us play these European teams. Not that we could necessarily win anything, but I I, I think we could challenge them for sure. Yeah. So it's just, um, but dude, not the thing is to me, not with Greg Berhalter as coach. Yeah, that's the biggest takeaway is where the players are there but the coach's level is not there. And against really good international coaches, he will be tactically outclassed. Exposed. I mean, like, these players play for some great. of the best coaches in the world. I mean, Tuchel's, I mean, uh, Allegri's back at uh, Juventus now. Uh, Weston McKinney's playing under Pirlo. Um, yeah, the RB Leipzig coach. Great coach. Great coach. He's moving to Bayern now, right? He's going to be the Bayern coach now, right? I think so. I'm not yeah, sure. I think they signed him. I think he's going to be Bayern coach because – Hansi Flick's going to be the German coach now, right? After yeah. this tournament, Yogi Lowe's, Yogi Lowe's gone, mm -hmm. I believe. So, yeah, no, I mean, these players, it's criminal. It's criminal and 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 a disrespect to their talent and a, almost a waste of their talent to have them come back from club duty on playing under some of the best coaches in the world to, to this fucking MLS joke of a coach, Greg Bearhalter. Yeah, it's like... A how do you even get the job? Like, did they interview like three MLS coaches and he, they were like, Oh, he looks the best. I mean, can they please go to the Europe? There's retired international coaches or not. We want Arsene Wenger. Arsene we Wenger. Arsene Wenger. I'll take Louis Van Hall. Louis Van Hall, people forget, took that Netherlands team in 2014 very far in that World Cup. So I just want a European coach who knows, you know, what he's doing. I agree. You're the best, the best we ever did. Was with a European coach. 
yeah. in Jurgen Klinsmann, and he sucks. So get us yeah, a exactly. European coach. We could do, we could do, we could do work. I'm saying, I'm saying it. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's like we finally, it finally feels like we're crossing the line, breaking down that barrier. But I just have no. It only feels like it can go so far with a coach like that. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. See. Um. Yeah, I I guess that's pretty much it, right? I think we got everything. I mean, um, there'll be coaching news, appointments, and you know, the next few weeks probably before the season, and yeah, transfer windows opening up. So transfer window probably nothing will happen though really until after the Euros. Yeah, so we don't really we gotta wait a couple of weeks for before any big news happens like Mbappe and all those type of things. There's See? no really point to like buying any players right now in case they might get hurt or something. Yeah, you know what sucks too by the way, quick little note is that we don't get to see Erling Holland. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Another one of those players is just like, why the hell do you have to be born in this fucking obscure country that sucks at, at the sport? Like Zlatan, like Norway, like seriously. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for the Euros regardless. It's going to be dope. It's Maybe great. Tomorrow. What is it for the next 12 days? It's like if you turn on your TV, there'll be a Euro game on from like, you know, noon to 10 o'clock at night, there'll be a game on. There's a game every day for a whole month. The yeah. tournament starts June 11th and July 11th. Um, the only days that don't have a game are a few towards the end, but every day of June until the 30th, there is a game. I'm looking at it and right now. Anybody listening, the, like ESPN basically has every game, and ESPN Plus has every game, basically. So. Yeah, I'm hype. All right, that's it for us here. Um, well, we'll be back on a weekly basis for sure um, after that hiatus. But appreciate everybody listening. Follow the Twitter. Subscribe to the YouTube. Um, we'll have the video up on YouTube, and then we'll have the um, audio up on Spotify again. That worked out um, super well. Yeah, shout out to the guy who, like, downloaded it in, like, Belgium or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate it. We appreciate it. Even if nobody listens, I mean, we'll still be here cranking it out, of course. But anybody that does listen, thank you. Herb Dean, um, we, will, we will catch you next week. Peace out. Peace out.